Amen. Praise the name of our God. We thank God for the music ministry and the dance ministry for leading us further into the presence of God. There is a word from the Lord from the book of the letter to the church at Corinth, the 13th chapter of the first book of Corinthians. A familiar passage of scripture, and I'll just read the entire chapter into our hearing today. If I speak in the tongues of mortals and of angels, but do not have love, I am a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. And if I have prophetic powers and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith, so as to remove mountains, but do not have love, I am nothing. If I give away all my possessions and if I hand over my body so that I may boast, but do not have love, I gain nothing. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is not envious or boastful or arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice in wrongdoing, but rejoices in the truth. It bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, and endures all things. Love never ends. But as for prophecies, they will come to an end. As for tongues, they will cease. As for knowledge, it will come to an end. For we know only in part, and we prophesy only in part. But when the complete comes, the partial will come to an end. When I was a child, I spoke like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child, but when I became an adult, I put an end to childish ways. For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then we will see face to face. Now I know only in part, then I will know fully, even as I have been fully known. And now... Faith, hope, and love abide. These three, but the greatest of these is love. The word of the Lord for the people of God, thanks be unto God. Sometimes good scripture preaches itself, amen? But beloved, for these few moments that are yours and mine, I just want to speak with you from this sermonic thought. What's love got to do with it? What's love got to do with it. Friends, one of my favorite pastimes is actually completing jigsaw puzzles. I I love spending time on the coffee table, taking a box of puzzle pieces out and dumping them on the table and moving them around to be able to complete a project. 
For me, it's a form of self-care. It's a form of therapy to turn off uh, the TV and just turn on some music and put together a piece of art. Uh, Vincent van Gogh says, I dream my paintings and then I paint my dreams, which shows us that sometimes what you imagine on the outside of the box can one day come to fruition with time and with effort. Like any good jigsaw puzzler, I, I know how, uh, how to perfect it at the beginning. You got to find your corner pieces. You got to put your corners together and get your edges right. You got to lay your edges down right so that you can get the pieces of the puzzle together. You got to work from the outside in. But what frustrates me the most is how sometimes when I'm doing these puzzles, Sister Kassan, Sister Kassan, and I, that I, 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 I misplace a piece of the puzzle. It infuriates me. It frustrates me. It drives me to no end that I cannot complete the task at hand because I'm missing a piece of the puzzle. Beloved, might I suggest to us today that, that we are living in a time where we are trying to complete the puzzle of life, trying to complete this puzzle of a nation and yet prove her to be the democracy that she writes on paper trying to make this world and make this church the best church we can make it. And we recognize that sometimes we are missing a piece of the puzzle. And might I suggest to you today that that is why uh, Paul writes to the church at Corinth today in, in this 13th chapter of this letter to the church at Corinth. Paul is letting the church at Corinth know that, that we cannot go any longer with missing the greatest piece of the puzzle. Uh, it's important that we are a strong church in Corinth. It's important that you know that God will give you the power to speak in tongues. It's important to know, church at Corinth, that you're going to build a church that the very gates of hell will not prevail against it. It's important to know, Corinth, that you're going to be set apart for a time such as this. But Paul recognized that he cannot go any further without informing them of the greatest piece of the puzzle at all of all. And Paul says to them, if I speak in the tongues of men, of mortals, and of angels, but do not have love, I am a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. Paul said, I can, I can, I can do cartwheels down the aisle. I can, I can do backflips all throughout church and run around the sanctuary. But if I don't have love, I have nothing. And beloved, we got too many church folks who are sophisticated Christians who believe that because they graduated from sunbeams and primaries in the YPD, that that means you're so holy. But God says, how are you so holy and sanctified and you're filled with the Holy Ghost but don't have love on the inside of you? You are just as empty as a hollow vessel because what matters the most is love. He says, if I, if I speak with the tongues and if I, if I have prophetic powers and understand all the mysteries. I mean, I've been to Bible school, vacation Bible school. I've been to church school week after week. I've graduated from Sunday school. But, but this is what Paul says. If I, I've got all of that and I have faith so as to remove mountains, but I don't have love. I am nothing which shows us that love is power. Love is power. It's not position that gives you power. It's not your privilege that gives you power, but it is having love on the inside. 
That's what Paul is telling the church at Corinth that I, I can move mountains. I can, I can tell you by the digit your zip code. I can do all of these things to make you feel as though I am a career Christian. But if I do not have love, the very thing that makes me feel good, even when I don't feel good inside, I know that love will give me the strength. If I don't have love, that inescapable feeling that gives you strength when all hope is lost. If I don't have love of everything that makes me love the person inside of you, even if I don't agree with you, the very thing that makes me still come to church week after week after people have looked over me, after sitting on the pew and people did not talk back to me and yet I still kept my mind, it's because I know what love is. Professor Cornell West says justice is what love looks like in public. And that's why, beloved of God, that we got a nation that has the highest GDP, the wealthiest nation in the world, and yet we can't solve the fact that you don't need to pull up in someone's house with a no-knock warrant and kill a black man sleeping in his blanket. We got to figure out the love thing. We got to figure out this love thing. How is it so in New York City where you got the greatest economic empire in the world and yet we can't solve gun violence on our streets? Where is the love? Where is love? And Paul tells us today that love is power. And when you tap into love, you recognize that it's not, it's not where you went to school. It's not the degrees behind your name, but, but there's deep existential love that keeps you moving. Keep on moving. Don't stop now, beloved, because you got to know that love is the anchor. Love is the core. That's how our ancestors were able to make it. They didn't have two nickels to rub together. They didn't have a lot of uh, resources to be able to build churches, but they had a lot of love. And that's why they didn't let you leave their house without giving you something out of the icebox because they knew what love felt like. That's why when you come to church, they give you a sweet potato pie. Thank you, Miss Lily, because she knows what love feels like. And I may not have a lot of money. I may not have cars, clothes, and be able to drive in the fancy cars. But one thing that my grandmother did give me was the power to love. And I'm so glad that we as a people have kept on loving despite what we have endured. Uh, we kept on loving uh, despite the whips on our backs. Uh, we kept on loving uh, despite the sweltering sun uh, in the antebellum south. Uh, we kept on loving uh, through Jim Crow. Uh, we kept on loving uh, through affirmative action. Uh, and we'll keep on loving today. Uh, it does not matter what you do to me. You can't take away my love for myself. We got to learn how to love ourselves again. You got to learn how to look up in your mirror and turn your own swag on. You got to learn how to be grateful for what God has blessed you with. Where is the love? Love is power. Watch this. He says also, love is patient. Love is kind. Love is not envious or boastful or arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way, which shows us that, beloved, love is persistent. Love is persistent. And watch this. Love is a choice. You got to choose to be patient. You have to choose to be kind. You have to choose to not be boastful or arrogant. 
And see, some of us uh, are, are so used and conditioned to the other aspects of life, the eros love, which is the love you share with your partner, with your spouse, with your, with your loved one. And then there's philos love, which is the love you share with your friends. And then there is agape love. And that is the love of God. That's a deeper love that you choose every day that that love is greater than the world. That you choose patience when the world tries to keep you busy. That you choose humility when the world wants to pump you up. Uh, Because the other forms of love are trying to make sure that you have enough to sell on Instagram or enough to make others like you on Facebook or enough to make others be friends with you because you can give them something. But there is a deeper kind of love that you can choose to be fortified with, that you can choose to be insulated with, that you can choose to be surrounded with, that when the weapons of the world come against you, you've got something stronger that's able able to stand the test of time uh, and that's why you gotta choose every day to be great choose every day to not give up choose every day to not cuss out that child choose every day to love somebody because when you decide to be persistent uh, then you're able to tap into something uh, and that's what it says love bears all things uh, love believes all things uh, love hopes all things uh, and love endures all things uh, which means whatever you face uh, whatever trials or obstacles come your way uh, no matter how many times uh, you go from doctor visit to doctor visit uh, no matter times how many times uh, you are rejected on your job uh, no matter how many times we gotta put another hashtag uh, besides another black person's name uh, what love does it endures all of that Uh, what love does it does not stop. It does not give in. And it does not throw in the towel. And I'm so glad this morning that Paul doesn't leave us there. But Paul says love never ends. He says that love is perpetual. Love is power. Love is persistent, uh, but finally love is perpetual, uh, which means that some things might fade away. uh, But when you learn how to grow up strong enough in God, uh, then you have to say like Paul, when I was a child, uh, I spoke like a child uh, and I I acted like a child. uh, But since I became an adult, uh, I put away childish things uh, and I had to grow up a little bit uh, and I had to recognize uh, that love is stronger uh, than whatever comes against me uh, and that's why uh, he says there are three things uh, there's faith uh, there's hope uh, and there's love uh, but the greatest of these uh, is love uh, and I wondered about that thing uh, but then I realized uh, that there's sometimes in my life uh, when my faith begins to There's sometimes when I'm at the bedside of one that I love and I'm crying down tears from every leaning side and I wonder where God is. Sometimes my faith wavers. Sometimes I lose hope when I don't see how I'm going to make it. When I don't know how 
now I'm going to fix the problems that come my way. So many of us have lost faith throughout the year. We've lost our faith because we couldn't be in church on Sunday. We've lost our faith because God didn't show up when we wanted him to. Some of us have lost our hope. We don't smile the same way. We don't have the same joy we used to have. That's why you're wondering how you're going to be able to keep on moving. But then Paul says that love, your greatest of these, it is love. Because when I'm down and out, when I was sinking deep in sin, far from the peaceful shore, very deeply stained within, sinking to rise no more. But the master, but the master of the sea, he heard my despairing cry, and from the waters, he lifted me, now saved am I, it was love that lifted me, it was love that lifted me, when nothing else could help, it was love that lifted me, anybody know who this love is, well his name is Jesus, he's the rose of Sharon, he's the lily in the valley, he's the bright and morning star, is there anybody here that wants his love, I need his love on Monday, I need his love on Tuesday, I need his love on Wednesday, on Thursday and Friday, Saturday and Sunday, I need his love, we need his love throughout America, we need his love throughout the nations, we need his love in St. Luke, I don't want to go nowhere without his love, is there anybody in the house today that can give God some praise for his love? Yes, I need his love. Yes, send down your love. Yes, what's love got to do with it? It's got everything to do with my joy. Love has everything to do with my hope. Because one Friday, they put love on the cross. And from the sixth to the ninth hour, love died. My love died. Love died until the earth rocked and crept like an old drunken man. The love went down into a bar or two. I feel Baptist today. The love stayed in that tomb all night Friday, all night Saturday. But love looked over to the left. Love looked over to the right and said, all power is in my hands. And really, really, Sunday morning, love got up so that you can get up, get up. 
Baptist children, get up, rise up, stand up. It's your time, it's your season, it's your moment. Rise, strive, give God, God's glory. God together said amen hallelujah thank you for your love hallelujah when I think about how many times I didn't even love myself and he showed his love towards me 